0: Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Come on out to the store and join us if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, the corner of Springfield and Duncan, or phone in at 356-9397, 356-WDWS or even text us at 351-5357 because our experts are standing by to answer your questions, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, and good morning, John Weisgarford. Good morning, Tamara. And finally, Steve Brown, well, good morning. Finally, how are you? Finally. I'm doing well.
1: <laughs> I kind of like the ring of that. I Should understand. I do it alphabetically? I just Ooh, start from left the to other right. Way. I, I think you we're all cool it. with how it's happening.
0: Okay, good. Because I can overthink things if you want me to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the queen that's of that. Why, I, that's
0: I, I
3: why think.
2: you fit in well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's good.
0: Why, thank you. Well, maybe that's why the store always looks so beautiful. And
3: Overthinking it? Uh, perhaps.
0: <laughs> I'm uh, bec- yeah, you know, Brian is such a good obviously designer. Sometimes and obviously everybody when you nothing is. happens,
1: so that's not good either.
0: <laughs> well, th- they find the perfect balance, let me put it that way. Uh, sure. That's what we do. Marianne, I saw the planters that you put together out front. Oh, wow.
3: Oh, cool. I'm glad yeah. you like them. Gorgeous.
0: Is that a nice Spunders. welcome
1: to the next season here coming yeah. up?
0: Uh, yes. And, 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 and tell me what all you used in those.
3: Uh, I forget. Okay. No. <laughs> you know <what> it, <laughs> I the, the, tropical, the tropicals were in there first. So I took out the ones that were really tired. And thank heaven some of the ones weren't that right. I used some of the tropicals so I was able to leave a few of that color which yeah. worked in well with the, the fall colorations like the crotons oh my gosh this worked! great aren't awesome anyway some of so the I
2: lantanas are still there which the are, which lantanas are which are like just crazy. full of
3: color yeah. and, and they will be for a while so oh good okay. those things worked so I just plopped in some uh, chrysanthemums that are in bloom okay which is duh you know Boy, is Linda's
1: mum crop look oh fabulous oh there's oh every God. size out there, from 4.97 on up to, to over 20 bucks. Oh, so just know, you know, And they're all huge for yeah. the money. Yeah, and just they're incredible. they're starting to mm-hmm. show color.
3: So yeah. it's from now until, you know, till till winter, till November, <laughs> that we'll have we'll have some color in them. So yeah, and the mums. But I, I tried something yeah. different this year. I put some perennials in it, some Helleniums, um, and solidago, a dwarf yeah. solidago which are really awesome fall colors, too, yellows. And and they're blooming now. Okay. Can tell
1: people what solidago is. Um. Goldenrod.
3: <laughs> 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 Talk about know, not being like, able uh, to think. Uh, one of those. <laughs> she had to lower herself to level. Wait a minute, let me, have some more, let me have some more coffee. <laughs> Mentally stuck in Latin. <laughs> <laughs> Goldenrod. It's a, and this is it's called lemon. Uh, it's re- really just but the lovely. size
1: of that one is perfect. It is. For it's, a a, it's, a, it's a container, especially for for a Dwarfish, eighteen to twenty-four
3: to, inches. Yeah, these yeah, three and four and five yeah, feet tall. Yeah, five feet guys. tall. Yeah, yeah. which which are beautiful. The golden rods, the tall ones, the fireworks, which we do have a few of, are, are one of the most beautiful fall or early fall, late summer flowering things I've seen in a while. Just these beautiful cascades of, of yellow. Um, golden yellow flowers really really pretty but this is a really lemon yellow which is really mm. awesome but it'll be a nice color addition it's a little taller than everything else in it and in the planter and it just just i thought would be something different
2: yeah and nice. i
1: love that helenium which is really
2: yeah the Hel- too.
3: helen's flower see i knew the common name. there you
1: go <laughs> i think there's as many opportunities for texture and fall than there is in spring absolutely I mean, oh, yeah. in absolutely there getting. is yeah. Yeah. And of course grasses are always fantastic mixed yeah. in too. Yeah, I
3: used some carex, the, the bronze colored carex which is, you know, just kind of flows over the sides and um oh, of course I put in a little um, cabbage, ornamental yeah. cabbage and a little ornamental pepper. I love the ornamental. I mean, they'll, they'll and they'll come on soon. They're, they're they're a little bit small right now, but you know, when the other things start kind of um going down a little bit, the other things will grow up grow up, so
0: and, and just a reminder to myself, and perhaps others, that ornamental means not really edible, right? Because <laughs> be. you hear peppers. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, you have some beautiful ornamental peppers out there. And just in the, uh, in the greenhouse where people can put together their own planters. Right. And you have some deep purples and some lavenders yeah. and some beautiful yellows. Yeah, yeah.
3: And the white ones, oh, my gosh, which are going to, some of them will ripen. In fact, I think that's what we used. The ripen to orangey red. Yeah, yeah, the peppers.
1: Yeah. And there's uh, more and more and more coming. We're just at the tip of the just fall starting. Colors. Yeah, I mean, just starting. from a mum standpoint, we've got every size, every color, uh, right now. And again, they're just cracking color. Some bright, some are, are puffy buds. It's so
3: exciting to see that happen too. Love yeah. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. But when it comes to, um, gosh, cabbage and kale and ornamental peppers and some of the other Rebecca and some fall flowers uh we'll have a and pansies we'll have some in by the end of this next week yeah for fall yeah. pansies the so sub-zero variety every series. week will be a
3: little bit more yeah, yeah. next week pansies next week well, i was it, trying you know, to think as i came up to the store what are because i
0: know uh, several are like you can see them in the spring and you can see them in the fall African violets, aren't they one to come around in the fall as well? No. Okay, I was wrong.
4: (laughs) Tell me about the
2: pansies then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, all this stuff is is great because just like Marianne was doing with with those planters yesterday, you know, keeping some of the things that still look great and pulling out some of the tired looking stuff just to to make it look better, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: More fresh. Yeah. Pop a little more. Yeah. I understand that.
1: So um you know
0: I was wondering first of all you talked about goldenrod is that native to this area? She here?
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's native but it sure is plentiful in many pastures yeah. and fields. Yeah. Okay. But whether so it's in whether it's indigenous or whether it moved in and found a happy spot I'm not really sure.
0: Okay.
3: A happy spot I like that.
0: Yes. And and uh, some of the ornamental grasses that you have in uh, a few of those are native too right
3: um, panicums are, certainly. are sure yeah. okay which are my some of my favorites the panicums just love the texture of them and uh, there's there's a couple on the market now that uh, are trying to mimic that uh, red fountain grass you know oh. that's annual which doesn't happen in in uh, perennial grasses yet but this there's a couple of panicums new, newer ones in the market that are starting to uh, show some Real deep purple coloration right now One of them is called Ruby ribbons And the other one is called hot rod Now Ah. I'm sorry I just buy that because of its name (laughs) Who cares what it looks like
0: That's a good point Yep it's like it the hosta good.
3: Elvis lives. Of course,
0: you got to have that. Yeah, you know, Come on. Elvis lives. Yeah, there's a hosta named that. Of course, there is. Is it? <laughs> is it is. <laughs> extremely rare or just very oh, popular? You know what?
3: It's kind of older in the market. It's it's been around a long time. I don't know if it's still sold or not. I'm sure it is somewhere, but it might be <laughs> difficult to get a hold of. But it, it was a really neat kind of a blue kind of you know, oh nice <laughs> strappy leaves. It was really kind of a very pretty one. But at, at the time, it was brand new and like wow, look at that. It and then, of course, you had to get it just because of its name.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm guessing that it must have come out sometime after 1977? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Zoe, where she's waiting patiently to, s- to talk to us.
5: <laughs> Hi, Tamara. Good hey, morning Zoe. to all of you. Good morning, Tam. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning. I'm just calling again about my gardenia tree, because I, I need some advice. Um, we got I got rid of the spider mite, I think it had... But, um, okay, but it never bloomed this summer, and it doesn't have very many leaves on it, but it has some new little leaves,
6: hey. but
5: I don't think bringing it into the house in the winter it's gonna do anything next year do you i I mean, with only a few little leaves, as I said, new ones, but I think i'm yeah think do you think it's a losing battle, or do you think or do you have any advice what I could do to make it? survive, or do you think I should give up on it?
1: How many leaves do you think are on the
5: The the new ones? Oh, dear. I don't know. Too Um, many to count? You know, I can't, since I can't see them, um, the branches are still pretty bare, let me put it like that, but they're, but I I look at those little new leaves, and I go, well, hmm, and um, that's encouraging, so I can't really say I could How tall
1: is the plant if, again?
5: Oh, it's very tall. And now it has some like one section that I think ought to be trimmed off because it's, it's very bare, and I think it's dead, that part maybe. I mean, I think it's just sapping the rest of it. But, um, or Let me think ask I you could, this. Okay. Uh,
1: is the plant um, floating in your boat, and are you enjoying it? Or do you think you have more enjoyment next spring out of a new one that had flowers on it?
5: (laughs) Well, is there any sentimental value to this one? Yeah, well, considering how expensive they are for a tree like that, um, but I don't know. Maybe I should just let it go and get a new one, or not.
1: Here's what I think you should do. Okay. I think you should chuck it, and I think we should give you a new one. Oh, <laughs>
5: you guys are incredible. I think well, that's what we should just do, and that way you, you don't have to worry about
1: it. Right? Thank you. Absolutely. Yep. That's yeah.
5: so kind. So next year I would get that? Or? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, You know, and there's no reason to push it too early.
5: Oh, no. <laughs> the first batches no, will
1: probably start coming in about the end of March, uh-huh. we'll carry them all the way through Mother's Day, and I think we should oh. wait till closer to the end of oh. April or First of all, let's give you one of those kind. 10-inch pots of a tree form, right?
5: Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Thank you so much.
1: Decision done.
5: There you go. <laughs> oh, very kind of you. Well, I'll check it then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you know, you. Well, Go You can still practice on this one, though, right? That's
1: true. Yeah, I mean, and it's if, only <laughs> <in> August. And, <laughs> well, and if maybe. you're happy with the pot that it's in, obviously, you know, when you get rid of it, save the pot and container. and then Nice. Well, know, I will do fresh that because I... Next Pot it back yeah, because I kind of do
5: pot. like my pot. It's a huge, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Nice. Well, thank it's it's thank you so much. <laughs> you. And, we, and we
1: have a recorded copy of this promise. <laughs> so, we can <laughs> all can't refer back out. to it. Uh-huh.
5: Well, there you go. Thank you and blessings to you. And I love hearing about blessings your planners. They you, sound beautiful. Oh, thank great. you all. Thank you. Oh, thank thanks, you, Zoe. Zoe. Take care.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 356-9397 is our phone number. Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Or text 351-5357.
1: Now, if somebody calls in next that says they have this eight-foot-tall Japanese maple and they're having a problem with it, (laughs) should they get rid of it? Or should they get a new one next spring and they hate to because it's so expensive? I don't think we've got another one in us.
4: (laughs) Just throwing it
1: out there, everybody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too funny. Uh, You do have a lot of things out there, though. Um, I mean, not to bust your chops or anything, but I saw some really cool-looking Japanese maples out there. John was showing them to me. There are some out there. Yes, and he was telling me that they have a a really interesting look even in the wintertime.
2: Oh, we were looking at the, the Ryusen. The Ryusen?
3: That's all about character. I'm sorry. Japanese maples are just anyway, but yeah. Okay. That's totally about character especially yeah okay and then in the wintertime john like you say that's fun to go out and say oh maybe i should cut that off and cut that off Oh. oh let's make it this shape it's kind of a fun artistic thing to do
0: neat and how tall would you say they grow however tall you make
3: them grow Okay, <laughs> it's one of those things where you can train up, but they'll continue to go up and out, up and out, up and out. But if you want to train one a little bit more up to make it a little taller, you can. Okay, and, and
1: that's the only true ca- uh, weeping, weeping, weeping yes. variety. The yeah. others There's are a mounding. Lot of mounding. Yeah. but that one is like a waterfall
0: yeah the others are mounding
3: yes okay uh, mostly you'll see them get wider than tall the mounding ones Mm -hmm. Uh, typically under 15 feet usually around 12 but they'll be 15 18 feet wide so it's like an umbrella but this isn't this goes not straight up because it's always has this this kind of wiggly stem but then the limbs come straight not straight down but pretty close yeah like a weeping willow yeah it is a weeping weeping. japanese maple okay and and the only true one that i know of in the market there might be others but i don't know of them so
1: no i think it's best used if uh you know anything weeping if you're if whatever you've planted around it or featured around it (laughs) is worth having your eye follow the branches down to look at
3: oh for sure so whether
1: there's some hardscape or water feature or even just some Terribly interesting plantings below it, and I think those are grafted fairly short on the stem. And so, I think if that could possibly be elevated a little bit, if you could uh, take some boulders or some outcropping rock or something and then build up the soil a little bit and let this then weep over that, it would add add to the interest. And the fall color on most of the Japanese maples is outstanding. Yeah, you know, every variety is a little bit different.
3: I was one of the first. Uh, pictures i took of a, a japanese maple in the fall was of a reusing because it was almost pumpkin orange it was kind of a deep pumpkin orange i could not believe how stunning it was that sounds Just beautiful glowing and i'm wondering if you kept it
0: weeping and didn't trim it too much uh could it also be like a little
3: hiding place for kids a little oh for sure house absolutely you know? <laughs> and you know yeah, you go out and trim Secret it. Secret garden yeah, kind of. Really in cool fact, cool. I to Hobbit House. I, I, yeah. I gave a Hobbit House. That's exactly <laughs> That'd be right. Very cute. I, I gave. Um, I, I I put my reusing in the wrong place, so I had to dig it up and and I gave it away.
0: Okay. Which you was did. hard to do, I'm sure.
3: And, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I forgot. Oh, I know. It was what I was going to do. The last the last year I had it. The last winter I had it. I pruned it back to probably five or six major branches and that was it oh wow i, I cut all the sh- all the really right. tiny ones off easier and, to
1: dig and transplant
3: but, uh, well oh. it was but that's not when i did it <laughs> <laughs> um, and the next spring it was by the end of the spring it was just totally loaded again and all the way to the ground oh wow so they're fast growers and fill see. in quickly okay but fun Absolutely fun. And they get to 15 feet wide? No, no, no. That's the mounding one, oh, not this one. And there's okay. some
1: mounding ones that say a lot These smaller. These are the weeping time. ones.
3: This is the weeping one, yeah. And how? it could be three or four feet wide, maybe a little bit wider. Okay. Just depending on how, how much the branches decide to go um, horizontal. But they don't very much do that. So.
1: Okay. And there's some mounding ones that are, you know, going to be dwarfish in size. And there's going to be a lot of them that you could have in six or eight or ten feet wide. It wouldn't have to be super big, mm-hmm. so it's going to be all of it's
3: just a huge, huge group of plants. Each one of them is so singular, just you know, they're just so individual.
0: Now, what insects are they going to attract? Japanese maples like the ryusei, well, not well, too the many. Weeping well, or What would be your first guess?
3: <laughs>
0: like Japanese beetles. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but you know what? My my Japanese uh, maples at home don't. I I have almost no. In, injury on On my, no. my trees. So yeah,
1: pretty typically you don't see that
3: too yeah. much. Yeah,
1: there's more things on that favorite list. I don't yeah. know if it's because oh, it's totally. a Japanese beetle and a Japanese maple, and hey, been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really? I want been something there, done different. That. That's good. I moving like that. Moving on to something else. Yeah, yeah. 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 moving yeah. on. Good yeah.
3: point. Yeah. All let's right. get something so, from australia yeah how about a linden tree oh yeah let's do that mm-hmm. <laughs> linden tree yeah yeah one just, of those they'll just <laughs>
0: <laughs> the leaves are lace oh my gosh yeah <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah the, but these oh, beetles do yeah, kind of like those.
3: yeah thankfully those critters are done for the season i think on on at on the trees and plants on oh. the surface yeah oh good and, and like we were talking about last week pretty soon we'll be seeing their underground damage
1: i don't think we've got any left but we have some of that uh, new series from isley that's a korean japanese hybrid we don't uh, yeah they're sold out for this year but we'll have more next spring we will and they're a zone four so if you live in a little bit more exposed environment in terms of winter winds and stuff like that i think they're going to be a good choice for a, a lot of people
0: for this area
3: yeah but yes it's a. Uh, they, they they look just like a Japanese maple, only probably um, a little more controlled. I think maybe oh. not. Maybe right. not. But I they're but they're really good. I,
1: cool. I don't think so.
3: You don't think so? I've only seen a couple in um, in a landscape, and it seemed like well, maybe that was because somebody the, pruned them. And the what did you call com- them again? Well,
1: they're a they're a series. They're a North Wind series. New hybrid. Um, it's a new hybrid. Korean Japanese a maple. maple hybrid. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to Zone Five, which Japanese maples are, or Zone Six even, um, these would be Zone Four. So, a little so they're more hardy. Yeah, a little more winter hardy. And party. I'm not saying they would necessarily take more sun or less sun you know that's that's a whole nother topic uh. uh in terms of you know if i was picking out a japanese maple the first things i would pick out would be uh size and shape you know do i want mounting do i want upright how large is it going to get how much sun exposure and then uh, uh color too would be at the top of my list those would be my i think my main characteristics and then you then you start to get into texture and leaf shape and um, yeah. w- winter interest with the color of the bark and and oh, some of the that's other right. some of the other factors yeah. too, but um, I think the picking product. the right size, shape, and picking the right light level—is um, it going to have a lot of sun? Is it going to not have too much sun? Is is critical for success?
0: So it really helps yeah. to know those kinds of things before you come yeah, of buy it. tree. Yeah, and
1: there's only you know a few thousand of them out there. Um, only. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So the the reason we started talking about Japanese maples were about the reusins. and they're on sale for ninety nine bucks. Wow! And they're very mature they're plants.
2: Beautiful plants.
0: They really are. Yes, they are. That's
3: so worth it's worth the trip to if you're interested in Japanese maple. That doesn't take up a lot of space.
0: Yeah, that's nice.
1: So what you guys been doing in the garden this week?
3: Huh. Besides watering, you mean? besides water, you're
2: still <laughs> else watering, you're actually we got a little bit on the water.
3: Uh, yeah, a yeah. couple days. We have had a little bit of rain, so it's 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 helped me a lot.
1: But yeah. unless you're in some of those pockets that had two inches or three inches or four inches, most of us didn't have a whole lot. So no, it was enough to water some shallow-rooted things. Make enough to make the grass seem not distressed. And
3: yes, my containers
0: needed water. <laughs> Wait, containers? You? Shouldn't you be watering those a little more often? Oh, I'm supposed to water. <laughs> so
3: I, I have a I have a, um, a hot pepper in one of them, so I can um, pick the peppers and crush them. You know, for a crushed red pepper. Nice. Um, the, I looked out the <laughs> looked out the window the other day, and it was just like so limp. I could hardly believe it. It's like, Oh my gosh! You were
1: just trying to stress those peppers and make them harder. Stress them, them
3: yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, it works for grapes. I didn't know if it works. It for, works for peppers, for hot peppers yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Hot, dry conditions make them hotter.
3: <laughs> they do that with grapes? Like
1: purposefully
0: well, st- kind of stress, stress them out? Stress the vine to
3: make them. Well, they're vine.
1: sweeter. They have more sugars in them. Huh. Yeah. That's
0: interesting.
3: That's why they do well. They, they grow them in, in rocky, not good soil. And,
1: yeah. Know. They don't over-fertilize the plants. Yeah. And, wow. Yeah. Anyway. They love that soil. Yeah.
3: Interesting. Did you, did you plant anything this week, John?
2: Um, I did. Oh, and the ground is actually wasn't hard as a brick because we got know. that rain. That's kind of nice. That's well, nice. under the tree canopies,
1: it's really dusty and dry, yeah. Yeah. crumbly. Yeah. I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. So I've just been ha- uh, harvesting uh, cantaloupe this week. That's all I've been doing. Yeah, it's I got to say that's good. pretty
3: tasty. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know. It so, is.
0: So
1: we brought that's in so cantaloupe sweet. out of the garden this morning here. Yeah. So it's uh, it, pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Melons and watermelon, you know, any kind of melon. Well, it's honeydew, cantaloupe, watermelon.
3: Uh, yeah. August is the uh, harvest, beginning of harvest time. Yeah, the, or the 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 fruits of your labor. Right. <laughs> no pun intended. No, no pun intended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
0: Uh, well, yeah, it's delicious, and we appreciate. Coming in with a nice big container oh, of My it. gosh, that's fabulous! It was nice that you cut it up for us. Yeah, seriously. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> Nobody does that at home. Good point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's go to the phones at three five six nine three nine seven and uh, talk to Marlene in Monticello. Good morning, Marlene.
4: Good morning. I keep hearing Japanese maples. Don't plant them too close to the house. We moved here about eight years ago. We have a little courtyard. And there was a beautiful little thing there in that with the pretty little red leaves on it. And uh, i thinking that that's probably going to be small, you know, in there. And it kept growing and growing. <laughs> and we've been here about eight years and it's probably six or eight feet higher than the gutter now. We keep having to <laughs> oh. trim off the side to keep it out of the gutter. <laughs> and it was a beautiful little thing, not knowing it was going to be a huge tree. <laughs> But we didn't plant it. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're not to blame. <laughs> it, oh, my goodness. But I, I don't want to cut it because it's got a huge trunk on it. But uh, I just keep trying to trim it off a little bit, and especially around the bottom because you couldn't see out the window. You know, it got so thick. Oh,
3: sure. And yeah, then yeah. the top
4: of it just, you know, you try to trim off some of the little stuff, and it just keeps filling in more and more. So,
3: it's yes, a, it, it does. A don't
4: set it close to the house. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, you know, but a lot of people make that mistake in, in oh, planting yeah. um trees and shrubs putting them because that's where they want them right up against the house and yeah. then well, you you courtyard. have to prune yeah. oh i bet i love yeah, I, bet it. It. I love courtyards and i think yeah. that japanese maple would be beautiful in it but <laughs>
4: <laughs> now it's a huge tree <laughs> uh,
1: and i think you can obviously have to know the size of the plant what it's going to be and if you prune as you go and you pr- pretend to be yeah. mr miyagi <laughs> I, th- I think you can get away with some things that you couldn't otherwise get away with but once it's fully sized it's kind of hard to say how do i even bring it back under control yeah for sure
3: that's exactly but there's there's
1: probably if you invite us out for a nice dinner we could probably um (laughs) give you some advice on how you can bring it back under control maybe
3: even do some pruning for you yeah yeah. Yeah, we can even prune
4: yeah you you probably would uh, Come and cut it down and put another little one in. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. They are beautiful. I wanted to warn everybody, please don't it too close to the house.
3: That's good advice. That's (laughs) great advice. You have a beautiful
4: tree out in your yard. (laughs) Thank you.
3: That's great. Thank (laughs) you, Marlene. Marlene. Okay,
4: (laughs)
0: bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. Do they have dwarf Japanese maples?
1: Yes. I mean, there's some that stay three feet tall. And uh, not many, but there's a couple of varieties. And then there's a lot of varieties that are naturally 6 or 8 or 8 or 10 or 5 or 6 feet tall. Okay. Um, so and then then there's, you know, I'd say most varieties are like Marianne was saying earlier, 10 to 15 feet tall. And then there's some that would be 15 to 25 feet tall.
3: Hmm. Um, I think the, one of the most popular is, is blood good. Yep. Um, one of the most tolerant of, of the conditions we have, the environment we have. And it's probably a 20 to 25 foot tall tree. Mm. It's not a small Japanese maple, but it is beautiful. It keeps its red-purple coloration all season long. Yeah. Oh, Very, just, very yeah.
1: flexible for tolerating quite a bit of sun. Yep. Uh, and tolerates a fair amount of shade and holds a decent color in that yep. still, too regresses to a little more greenish color in the shade, but yeah, you know, it does.
3: Just got to be aware of the mature size when you buy something and plant it. Like like Marlene said, you just don't want to plant things. Well, Steve does, but most people <laughs> don't want to plant well, uh, too close, close to, the, to house. the house. A
2: lot of people don't want the maintenance of it. Oh, sure, but, because it does take maintenance, But right. sometimes that's part of the fun of gardening
1: is to... Yeah, I think to, to make something work that, that you find rewarding, not to be a... Oh, for sure. I'm not a slave to this. Absolutely. Yeah. But if it's uh, if it's Japanese maple, it's going to get eight feet tall and about eight feet wide. And if I really wanted it in a certain spot, three feet or four feet away from the house, it's going to work, and it's going to get a little bit of pruning as it goes along to make it happen, and and it'll be okay.
0: Yeah. And especially, just keep pruning it away from the house.
1: Well, you, you have to balance it. with it not looking silly. You don't want it to look like okay. the power company. Where they butchered one side of a plant oh, and then point. hanging on the other, so <laughs> yeah. you you have to be able to keep it in balance. But I think okay. I think it's again, if you choose the right variety to begin with, uh, and don't get silly, you, you don't want to put it by an operating um, window that cranks out that it would be in the way or or you know something like that. But okay. uh, yep. and I'm not talking planting it two feet away from the house, but I'm saying hey, uh, maybe I can plant it four feet away if it's something that's a dwarf variety that I yeah. can even keep more under control
0: yes and see you hear so much about Japanese maples you see them yes they're beautiful but it's good to know that there are dwarf sizes so you can you know kind of get used to one before you have to deal
3: with the larger one or if, if you even have the room for it or, oh. or the right environment because it mm-hmm. you know, like Steve was talking about earlier that they, they, they do better in a little more protected area so you have to be aware mm-hmm. of them too
1: you're, you're protecting from cold hardiness, you know, from extreme cold conditions and windy conditions. You're that? protecting from too much sun <clears throat> for a lot of the varieties where they'll scorch and, and just be stressed too much in the summer. Now, some varieties will take full sun. Some varieties are like, bring it on. Um, some of the green ones, whether it's Seru or Waterfall, uh, they just, they'll take full sun 12 hours or 14 hours a day and they'll thrive. Wow. And then, like Marianne was saying, blood good. Which is probably still the most popular variety out there, the most common variety out there for a, a good uh, burgundy colored one. That takes, arguably, most conditions could probably take full sun.
3: Um, I've seen it yeah. growing in full sun quite well. Yeah.
1: And
2: yeah. hmm. um, some of the, the, the red leaf ones don't respond right. quite as well in full shade. You That's lose right. Some of the color. So be they aware do. of that too. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but what a, they respond so well to trimming.
3: Yes, they do, yeah
1: yeah, and I think part of the challenge that I'll have is um, pruning through the summer and not stimulating too much late new growth because uh, you want it to harden off going into the winter, so you're trying to size control it, and you're watering intensely, so you're doing all these things to encourage additional flushes of growth or need to well to to do well but but unfortunately. Late growth is part of that too. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I've got a lot more pleasure out of um, pruning in the winter or or late winter, early spring when there weren't any leaves. Uh, You can see, you you can can see see the structure, the form, the structure. Absolutely, and it's just so much fun to go in there and start pruning. And um, it's it's a semi-control thing, you know. You you just want to control the shape of the plant. Yeah, and direct
0: the energy.
3: Yeah.
1: So sometime in October, let's uh, bring in some branches and leaves some leaves anyway. Okay. For fall color. Show off. Sure, nice. why not. Yeah. Okay. Why
3: there not? There you go. Absolutely. All right. I hope we have good color this year. That'd be fun. I hope so.
1: <laughs> well, if last night was any, any indication I think we will.
3: It was great. Oh, yeah. what a beautiful morning too. Oh my gosh, you mm-hmm. guys. This it is great. It was a good screen oh, night. But before oh, certainly. Before we go t- any t- further though, we have yeah. don't we have some just awesome hydrangeas right now. Oh, yeah. We've got just a great Fantastic. selection of hydrangeas. Yeah. And there's uh, some that were actually cut back, but they're starting to um, butt out right now. So Actually, a couple of them opened, didn't they, in mm-hmm. the last day or two? So we've got some really nice hydrangeas. And
1: if you want perennial aster's? I mean, oh, true, yeah. true additions to the garden, not just a little cosmetic container yeah. kind of thing.
3: No, So this these are in
1: larger one-gallon, some two-gallon yeah. pots. This isn't
3: ones you plop into a, a mixed container. These are ones you put in your garden. Yeah, these are
1: these are good pots. And they're very, very rewarding
2: in yeah, the garden. Yeah,
3: they house. definitely are. Nice, well, it's, fall bloomer.
2: It, yeah, it's great to have something later in the season, you know, actually come alive and and bloom. Well, yep,
3: it is. Yeah.
0: Mentioning perennials, your roses, except for knockouts, roses half off, 50% off.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's, there's hardly anything left, right? left. Yeah. Yeah, okay. only Out of thousands, there's a handful. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, But if you need to fill in a space. On top of that one, if you just really wanted it, and it was yeah. kind of a price where you couldn't quite yeah. see it. And, yeah. you know, now is is the time. Some beautiful white ones out there, too.
1: I think that, that they should be the most... Exciting thing besides the fall color coming on with the mums and the asters and the peppers and all that stuff we were talking about, the and the grasses. cabbage and kale is the houseplant sale,
3: yeah,
1: going on out there. Uh, so every houseplant, I don't care if it's that ten foot tall fiddle leaf fig that's out there or if it's that two inch tall.
3: We don't have a ten foot tall fiddly fit. fig. Somebody buy it. We a, no, we have a fifteen foot tall. Oh come on! It's not that tall. Okay, it's only twelve. Yeah. I was um, exaggerating. <laughs> Sorry. It's oh it's my 12. gosh, it's it could stunning. Be huge
1: <laughs> like that, or it could be a little two inch pot of something or other. But and, and we are loaded. We have an incredible selection, and they're all twenty percent off. Uh, every house plant. We've had a lot of house plants going out the last few days. Yeah, we know? have. That's I, great.
3: It, it actually went to the um, I belong. Uh, email went out to the I belong members mm-hmm. so i i was out doing the, the containers yesterday and and uh, a customer walked up to me and she said you know i got this email and i really don't need a house plant but she said <laughs> i had to come i said well i gotta tell you we just got in a house plant shipment so not only did we have a nice house plant selection we have a super house plant selection right now just super so she came at the including right some really big plants that we just i just are they're just Poppers
1: yeah. and but nice but hanging baskets. Last oh, year too gosh! Yeah,
2: Twenty uh,
3: percent off. Well, yeah. you know this Everything.
2: is this is the time when you got to think about. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fill the house up again. Oh, absolutely. Because we're all living outside, and absolutely. now it's time to come back in.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of that time of year, I last year just thought. Now we've got this systemic insect control that we'd always advise people use on their plants house plants when they're going to take them in so you know just when you're going to take them in you hose them down you use the the contact spray and then you put the systemic on well why not start the systemic now and you've got a big head start on controlling the population of insects on your plants so i tried that last year and it worked really <laughs>
1: you followed your own advice i did wow. who does that i wow. mean seriously
0: <laughs> i did i followed my own advice Pretty but pretty you cool. came up with your own advice, too. So well,
3: I'm, does I'm
6: trying to come does up that with left it. and right. I just that's <laughs> not the big deal. Oh, yeah, right.
3: <laughs> so, anyway, it, it, it never hurts to start a little bit early. Um, and, and, honestly, it's only a little bit early because uh, we're almost at the end of August, well, guys. You know, it's going to be time to bring our houseplants a, in a, soon.
2: Uh, eight-week residual on that. so.
3: A, eight weeks, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, after you take it inside, you won't necessarily need to hose it down and use the contact you just have to put a little more systemic on good so it's it's it okay, and that stuff really does work i i just can't really recommend
0: it enough really believe it so that means yeah.
1: you're going to be doing it really soon at home huh?
3: yeah i actually was thinking about it mm-hmm. <laughs> see if she could do it two years in a row yeah really you. <laughs> you want at least to I give you a reminder
0: at least i remember you yeah, know you guys it just depends why is that string on my finger <laughs> It just depends on you what just, the weather is like. You just like. had to be the first one, didn't you? It just <laughs> depends on how busy her fall is. <laughs> it just depends. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Yes, it
3: does. So,
0: as people come in this past week, what are some of the things that you've really been hearing about? Are people still complaining about insects at all? Or?
2: Probably. Because you said Japanese nope, beetles really, are on their way out. Uh, it wasn't a really big, big problem week. But, uh, no, it wasn't. still still, uh, and I think here's why. Uh, Japanese uh, bagworms, mm. but now what's happened? They've formed their bags, and everybody's starting to say, "Oh, there they are."
3: But it's a little what am bit I too late. Do about it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a little to do, too late to use a chemical on them anyway. Yeah, uh, one of the best ways to uh, uh, at least abate the the population is to pull the bags off. How icky is that? Um, but you can only
0: reach so high
3: even well, with a ladder, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So
1: but anything you can get off you should. reduces
0: greatly. the, population,
3: the population, population hugely. Unbelievably so. There's, oh. there's a bunch of little eggs in that bag. Okay. So And the,
1: we're not talking bunch as in six or eight.
3: No.
0: Talking thousands or something. Well, I don't know. Thousands. Maybe hundreds, but yeah. hundreds. thousands. <laughs> <in the laughs> well, yeah. So, a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay, so then how else can you deal with them, besides pulling off the bags? Does a systemic work with a tree?
1: It won't really help you this time of year. Uh, okay. it, the most effective control is is treating them after you remove the bags, treating them next year when they're out feeding and using the thuricide that we've talked about.
3: And It typically isn't that around Memorial Day or the first part of June?
1: Yeah, I think it, I always think of it as being even closer to 4th of July, but I think it varies again so much from year to year. It does. In terms yeah, of it does. It, like you said, I, I, it, it just depends. It does just
2: depend, <laughs> and I think that's a good reminder date to start thinking about scouting. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, you know. Because really the bagworms start, you start really noticing them at the end, toward the end of summer.
3: Yeah. Okay. So well, but okay. but the crawlers are out at the beginning of the summer, usually.
0: Okay. And so again,
1: you need to spray in the evening. When they're out feeding more Active, than yeah. during the middle of the day, so if you can spray between five and seven o'clock at night, that's probably the best time to do it. Of course, you have to do it when it's not windy and oh, blah, yeah, blah, blah, God, blah blah I'm blah blah blah. i to
3: remember that.
1: Right. You have to because you got to read the instructions on the label. Oh, how to use
3: John. the product. You're so <laughs> demanding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> three five six nine three nine seven. Yes, Marianne. We
3: were talking about bagworms a couple of days ago because we had a couple of customers in that, that were beginning to find the bags, you know. So yeah. uh, we, we were talking about them and uh, trying to find the different products that we have that would be effective. And I thought it was uh, really cool that 7, uh, a very common insecticide that a lot of people have around it, it is a very effective broad-spectrum insecticide, um, is effective for bagworms or the crawlers. Oh, good. So... Good to know, but right. it's not, not uh, again, not the time to use them now. So. All right, more like spring, S- or, early or, summer, or, or okay, <laughs> Fourth of July, right? So he said,
0: okay, yeah, that's what Ju- he said.
1: J- June, or early July. All right, good. Depends upon the year.
0: Let's go to the phones because Bev in Seymour is waiting patiently. Good morning, Bev. How are
6: you? Hi, hi. Um, I've been noticing um, that um, there's yellow aphids. Uh, maybe you talked about this earlier. I didn't tune in till 8:30. Not um, yet. Oops.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, on,
6: on my asclepsia, um, uh, the blooming ones out front that I love, that because they have such beautiful blossoms, they're just eating them. But these tiny yellow aphids, and now I even see them on my just the traditional milkweed. So, um, um, uh, is spraying with. Um, the just soapy water is that the best technique? Uh, I just got to get them off of there.
3: <laughs> it is kind of icky looking in that, um, a, a, the, but that's what Asclepius do. Yeah. Uh, they're they're a host. I know. <laughs> I do they know like, that.
2: <laughs> they like that sap. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. How, how many plants but do you have, Bev?
6: Well, I've planted them from seeds, so I have I have several. And the awesome. funny thing is. Um, uh, they uh, one side of my of my flower garden has them, and the other side they haven't found yet. So that's kind of good.
3: Give me a uh, minute.
6: Do you think that those little aphids are gonna keep the um, caterpillars from um, hosting on the leaves?
1: I don't know for sure. I mean, I'm, this is, yeah. can only be a guess, but I yeah. doubt it.
6: I, I doubt it, too. Yeah, I would.
3: Mm-hmm. I would.
6: In fact, it's they, they, Of course, they like to sap up where the uh, bloom is. That's where they're really congregating. They're just
3: covered. Hmm. <laughs> I, we yeah. have uh, one small pot of Asclepius left in the store. Out, out in the greenhouse, and I walked by it the other day. I was moving it to no, going to move it to another location, and it was covered with yellow aphids. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so See? it's, they, they seek them out, yep. absolutely mm-hmm. seek them out. So um, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't spray. I, I would just try to You wouldn't to live spray with even it.
6: with the soapy water?
3: Just oh, to you let them go?
1: If, if, I, if I was going to do anything, if I had a half hour to kill, I might take a, <laughs> a, a sponge or a rag and some soapy water. And go out there and just physically just wipe it and just kill, wipe them. kill yeah. as many as yeah. I can in 30 minutes
3: with soapy, yeah. water, right. with
0: soapy water. <laughs> yeah. 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 So okay. Okay. Thinking along the right lines. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. It's a tough one, but yeah, it's just it kind of creepy. It is. <laughs> Yeah,
6: it, it is. It's creepy, very <laughs> Yes.
0: I'm looking at photos online, and I'm,
6: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is
1: creepy. <laughs> they will,
6: they're moving, and they're
3: sucking. And oh, I know. Ooh. They're just, they're A-Vads. Well, just think,
1: just think how much more you're going to enjoy this procedure of just wiping them out. How <laughs> like gratifying it will be. Exactly. Okay, yeah. I mean, okay. That's like, okay. That's like picking a bagworm it. and smashing it. It's kind of right up there. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah.
6: Or a Japanese beetle and smashing it. Oh yeah, mm. honey. <laughs> yeah. We still like have, the have them. Rumors. I couldn't believe it. I Do really, really.
3: Wow. Oh, my gosh.
6: Yeah, I yeah, saw some on my roses, my, my perennial hibiscus. And oh, bummer.
3: that's amazing
1: that they're still.
3: That is amazing. Active. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Good, Good luck, luck. <laughs> sure, Bev. Good luck with those aphids. Have, yeah, have fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Three, <Okay>. five. <laughs> Take care. All right, this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens, and uh, Trish in Ivesdale is phoning in. Good morning, Trish, what can we do for you?
7: Hi, thanks for taking my call. We oh, live bet. on a rural property. We, when we moved in here six years ago, big windbreak on the north and the west side, a variety of different big pines, probably 35-ish years old. There were two blue spruce up close to the house. <clears throat> Within a couple of years, they, had, they just suffered massive needle drop we had an arborist come out, and he I think he said it's some type of pathogen that affects that type of tree or those types of trees. Well, if I remember, and I don't really, which is why I'm calling you, I think he said it's in the soil because now we're, we're suffering rapid loss of our big windbreak. So we wow. had 13 trees taken out last year. We brought in some new white pines to try and fill in the gaps. We've got nine more on the west that we're going to have taken out, and then new ones, oh, no. new trees brought in wow. on the fall because we need to really keep this built up. Oh, sure. So I'm, as I understand it, 35 years old is maybe the life expectancy of some of these trees, but
5: my Not question
7: really. is, if it's, if it's really in the soil... What can we do to treat the soil so that all the new trees we bring in to try and build the windbreak back up don't then become infected with this pathogen mm-hmm. if
1: it was mine um, i would take some samples into the plant clinic Absolutely. at turner hall
3: that was my suggestion and
1: and and since you don't recall what the person said and you know again whether they're whether they could tell you definitively or, or whether they were just giving you their best opinion that they could do it, I, I would take samples in. And if, especially if you have different species. So if you actually have pines and if you have blue spruce or if you have Norway spruce or Black Hill spruce or Serbian spruce or yeah. Douglas firs or white fir, whatever you might have, Austrian pines, um, I think a, a sample from each tree that seems to be suffering, you know, any species I would take a sample, okay. and it would be a small price to pay to know what you're dealing with. Oh,
3: for sure.
7: Uh,
1: and then you'll know right. whether you can plant freely uh, varieties that would be more resistant, or less susceptible that to that disease, or if it really is a soil-borne disease or not. I U of kinda I, doubt. I? Plant, clinic. plant you can, clinic. Yeah, You can plant look plant. them up online. Okay. You can call the Cooperative Extension Office. I hope My that first helps, guess Trish. is I doubt if it's a soil-borne disease, uh, but again, we don't know. <laughs> They're saying, okay. cut it off, All Steve. Right. Quit talking. But good luck There's with that, that
0: Trish. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The music's playing. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Thank you very really. much. You bet. Even listening to plant experts live at Prairie Gardens with Marianne Metz, John Wise Garver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Blake Landa. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWs, Champaign Urbana. A podcast of the show will be available later today at WDWs.com. Have a great weekend.